Welcome to Stuck at Home with Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. Here are your hosts, Jason Smith and Cliff Dorfman. Huzzah! Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and uh, this and guy. me, the new starting center for the San Francisco 49ers. Jason uh. Smith. Jason, Jason, Jason Smith. <laughs> Smith, yeah, we've had Smith, a, we've had a few injuries this season, so they're just they're grabbing anybody off the street. Anybody weighs over uh, over three bills, you're automatically on the team. If if you if you have the gear, you just can walk on. You don't even have to redshirt it. You're automatically a starter. Yeah, I think don't walk too close to the stadium if I were you, because someone's going to grab you with one of those hooks and just yank you in and be like, "You seen Jason? Yeah, he's at the yeah, game on Sunday. Already playing. in. Already in. I I've got a contract signed. Three years. We're good. Um, MLB, three years, $40. Well, it's NFL, but yes. No, no, no. Middle linebacker. Oh, middle linebacker. Oh, I got you. I got yeah, you. See what I, did? I got you. Too slow for a middle linebacker. Um, oh, you got to be fast? You're that big and you got to be fast? Oh, you got to be so fast. Oh, so fast that the DJs say, damn. This is why. Ice, uh, Vanilla Ice would say. Yeah, this is why athletes are dropping dead. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, no. Go on. <laughs> well, we're the pod that uh, tells you about all the shows that we love and we want you to love. Yes, and we tell you all about the streaming wars, what to stream, and where to stream it. Yeah, and uh, so Cliff, uh, what are you stuck at home watching today? Right now, yeah. I got to tell you, I am, uh, well, I got Fargo, and I got the new family guy. Uh-huh. Um, and But other than that, I'm telling you, like, I'm a little like, huh? <laughs> like, except for what we went to see over the weekend, which we'll yeah, talk we'll, about. We'll which was, yeah, but right now, I mean, you know, it's games. Yeah. You know, and I don't like sports, but there are a lot of games. Well, well, let me tell you something, you know, for a long time, and you talk about this a lot on mm-hmm. um, the news that sports are down, uh, that people aren't watching. Is that the true? Truth, well, yes and no, right? It, it depends on where you look and comparatively TV, t- TV viewing all, uh, all over the places down 10%. But the problem with that is very something simple, and it's something that we are here for. Broadcast TV is down. Broadcast sports are down. Watching sports on cable is down. Nielsen ratings are down. People are watching sports on streaming. People are streaming their NFL through Hulu, through ESPN, through uh, okay. through the Spectrum app. You know, it places where the Nielsen boxes don't catch it, right? So sports, you know, if, if sports were really down, ESPN would be freaking out. But ESPN is not freaking out. People are watching all over the place. The, but the thing about that is, is like when you start bringing streaming into the mix, you have mm-hmm. opportunity to have a little fun. Yeah, listen, I agree. And I think what Starburns Audio is doing with uh, Chet Waterhouse and Adam, what's Adam's, it's Chet Waterhouse and what is Adam's character? Oh, he got a new character. I've been calling yeah. him the Ginch for all of baseball. Right, and- the Ginch, because he's got a pro base, got a great backstory with his yeah. pro career and everything. Oh, yeah, he's got a great one, um, but he, he's a new guy. Um, and I, I know it off the top of my head, but um, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to. Right. But meanwhile, it's Adam Felber and Jeff Cesario yes. and uh, they're, they're doing Chet Waterhouse and Chet Waterhouse is just a delight. And yeah. They don't know the names or they don't care. Let's just say that. They don't care. They make fun. It is the only way that I can personally tolerate watching a game is if I have Jeff and Adam on. Go ahead. Oh, nothing. I was just thinking about it the other day. We had we watched uh, the the first Thursday night game we did was the 49ers versus the Packers. And it was a blowout. Uh, it was big enough. It was bad enough that at a certain point, the 49ers fan in me wanted to leave and just run away and never see anything again. Mm. Um, but... At the same time, like Adam and Jeff made it so, so funny and uh, made it worthwhile to watch the whole thing. And uh, and uh, and that's the, that's the thing. So they do this live. They do this live show where they're actually announcing the game um, while you watch it on TV. So you can put your TV on. You can put it streaming. The way I do it is I watch. Um, I have a TV on my on my monitor. I watch the game on the left hand side. I watch. I have the um, I have them doing the commentary on the right hand side and it cracks me up. They had a whole thing where they were fighting with a, a couple people on Twitch, not fighting, but having a lot of fun with a few people on Twitch who are really big fans of uh, the, the, the team they weren't rooting for. And just would call, kept calling. It was like the Cleveland or something. I don't remember exactly, but just calling them a bunch of like uh, aristocrats and like, Oh, it's too fancy. You got a fancy French team and like make them all mad. It was hilarious. They do such a great job out there of just calling the sports. And it, it really makes the, the game fun because there's a lot of parts about, you know, baseball that are slow. It's a four-hour, five-hour game sometimes. There's parts of football, you know, if you, if, you, if you add up all the minutes that are actually being played in a football game, I think it's nine minutes of action total. 
the rest of the time is standing, waiting, getting set, uh, timeouts, and all the rest of the stuff. So they have a, this really brilliant way of bringing all that in together. I'm really, it's, it's so much fun. No. You done? Yeah. Okay. No, no, I wasn't sure because you were on a roll. I was just and, No, no, no. I, I, listen, I leave it to you to talk about sports. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I was actually relaxing. That's fine. I, this fine. Is you zoned easy out for a while. For we said the word sports, and you're like, oh. No, I didn't zone out. I listened to everything you said. I heard the weight. And I was thinking to myself, it's like going shopping with a woman. It's that's what the you know, it's what the weight is for me. It's like I'm waiting around for everybody to do something and none of it benefits me. That's the thing. No, really, I'm sitting on like a couch just like at this woman's shopping store and I'm sitting in like the little ottoman like because there's other people there so there's not a comfortable seat. It's just like sports. And then I'm waiting and waiting and waiting for Godot for nothing to happen that will benefit me in any way whatsoever. If my team, I'm doing my team wins, what happens? You win. You feel no, I don't. I get nothing. I still have to pay rent. You burn a house down. Who says? You you bet on the games. Here, I'll give you a quick tip. How to make sports the most exciting thing in the world. This is a little Reno quick tip. Mm-hmm. Bet $5 on it. Bet $5 mm-hmm. on a parlay card where you have to bit win like three or four games. All of a sudden, best fucking craziest day of your life. Listen, you. how much would I win if I bet $5 on a parlay card? I don't know. It depends no, on saying, how many things you have in your parlay. But Maybe look, 150 Give me an bucks. example. 150 bucks. You couldn't pay me 150 bucks to watch a game. Bet 150 bucks on a parlay card. Again, I, now I'm just losing money and doing something wow, I hate. Wow, well, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but listen, this is my point. No, I'm saying this is my point. The only way I can listen to it, and I enjoy listening to it, I sent you a picture of it, is with my laptop and the monitor, and then I just, I have the sound off on the game, and I have the sound up on Chet <laughs> and Adam, <laughs> and that's all I do, and I just listen to them make funny Yep. Oh yeah. And they are. And the game becomes a comedy and it's fantastic. So we <laughs> right should bring on. them on, right? We should bring them on. Yes. Why don't absolutely. you announce them in? Cause I love these guys, oh, yeah. but, but you have a real passion and plus you're, you know, behind the scenes on this. Plus one. you just want me to talk cause you can zone out again. It's fine. I, I can tell you're sleepy. Without any further ado, I really want uh, to bring up two of my favorite people in the whole yes. world. Uh, host of Play With Pain, Jeff Cesario, co-host of uh, Paula Poundstone. Nobody listened to Paula Poundstone, Adam Felber, and also the two greatest sports casters of all time, uh, <laughs> Jeff Cesario and Adam Felber, everybody. Yeah. Nice. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Chef Waterhouse and Randy Joe Stuttmeyer. That it is. It. Randy Joe Stuttmeyer. That's, That's right. the name. That's well, right. The beauty of it is Randy Joe wouldn't get mad if I forgot his name because Randy Joe doesn't necessarily always remember his name. Severe brain damage. <laughs> is that Randy Joe's <laughs> yeah. backstory? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's every football player's backstory. Uh, oh, thank you, you guys. And uh, yeah, what a Cliff, sweet. Thanks for uh, grabbing oh. on the whole idea of competitive sports in general while you introduce us. <laughs> Listen, you obviously don't watch our show because that's all I do when it comes to sports. Know, you are the only things that make me watch sports is because when you're announcing a game, I'm at least like, all right, this is going to be fun. This is like, great. I can put this on. I'll listen to these guys. And it's like seeing a comedy show and then a bunch of like really, really in fit dudes doing stuff I can't do. Yeah. So it becomes funny. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not interested at all. Yeah, there's a level of prep that we... Uh, <laughs> That when we cross that boundary, we go, that's too much prep. (laughs) (laughs) It's got like last week, we finally had all the names. And then literally four minutes into the game, we went, boy, we don't have any of their numbers. So we still really, (laughs) unless they turn around and put their back right to the camera, we still don't know who's doing what. I mean, the big guy with the helmet. I, do, do, do actual sport, like, does Joe Buck have, like, a, a list in front of him with names and numbers? Or is he Those doing it all guys, from the head? No, they have uh, a, they have a master list that uh, mm. transfers from week to week, a grid on which they have for football. They'll have uh, one team's offense against the other team's defense and then vice versa on the other side with names, numbers, and probably stats, two, three, um, we should laminated sheets of that. Yeah, we really should. <laughs> and uh, and then they have a you know they have stat people who are in their earphones the entire time feeding them stats plus a list of homework they've done. But you know that's a lot of work. We got Jason. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm watching. Well, I feel like it's a lot of work for other people. Not not necessarily for the sport. I feel like I could do the sport. Everyone else do the work and give me the lines. Give me the little earpiece and the stuff in front of me and I'll read it. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, when we hit a uh, <laughs> when we hit a bit of a a, a wall, <laughs> we just either go to a sponsor or uh, or I'll let Randy Joe, who incidentally uh, talk about uh, interesting backstories. Randy Joe Stutmeyer <laughs> went to Tufts for two years in Boston. <laughs> And then uh, Jackie Sherrill, who at the time was coaching Texas A&M, happened to just be in Boston and walked on campus and saw him. And Randy Joe had a late growth spurt, like sophomore year. Yeah. He just took him to Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> and he started at Texas A&M. And then six years for the Buffalo Bills. And won about a 10-minute stretch for Miami in which he was traded to Miami. And then... Uh, uh, they put waived. him on special teams? Yeah, he was waived immediately. Yeah, it's amazing you put that much work into the backstories. We still don't know what the names and numbers of the team players are. No, no. Well, that was my point, Jason. And first of all, Adam, I know you see me, but uh, let me just say that's, that's me and you. I got. I, right, I right, see yeah, you yeah. seeing oh, me. Oh yeah. Okay. Second of all, I just I asked you that question, Jeff slash Chet, if like what they do for Joe Buck and everything. So the point is, you know what they do. You still choose not to do it. Well, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's why I love you guys. <laughs> I mean, we're expanding week to week. We'll we'll get there eventually. Uh, Do the uh, PGA Masters. Look at this guy. (laughs) I I, I feel like golf is the most organic thing for you guys to do. Are you kidding? You're talking about like Justin Thomas and Tiger and I'm already on the floor. Yeah, yeah. You know, (laughs) I, I actually liked watching the Masters this week because it was during the fall and Mm -hmm. it kind of took... Uh, some of that humid uh, racism out of the tournament, you know, <laughs> just that humidity and weighing down in April and May. And in fall, it's beautiful. It was the colors were crisp right. and it's the a much crisper, it, it's yeah. a crisper, cooler racism, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it breezes zips right, right by. by you, you don't even know it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the heat, it's the humidity of the racism that'll get that's you. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> it's that damp racism that'll get you every time. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of racism, but, that's a fantastic idea. I, but I'm, please I'm, do it. I'm already yeah. cracking up. I'm you guys are already on it. passed without us thinking about it. Where were you the next week? Whatever yeah. the next one is, you guys do. What's the next well, one? I don't uh, care. We're fired up about Thursday night football. Yes. Thursday coming up, we got a great game. Oh, we do. We've got the Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, they call it the 12th man there. Their crowd in Seattle. Oh, wait a second. There won't be a crowd. <laughs> Son of a gun. Well, it'll be like playing at a neutral field. Uh, very exciting for both of us and sponsored this week by hexagram the six-sided telegram have your message stick out with hexagram uh, so and then we have our actual sponsor of course uh, we have uh, meundies.com uh, uh, they've been with us the entire way and you gotta love meundies.com uh, they uh, do lounge wear and uh, men's wear and women's wear and underwear uh, and i might as well do it we're here uh, order now for press. your first order. Why would uh, you, you place your first order right now? <laughs> Hang on there, Randy Joe. Why are you doing get... our ad on their show? Because we Keep like MeUndies.com. Fifteen percent off. They just your, came out with a lounge wear. Order plus uh, free shipping. Uh, you just go to MeUndies.com slash pain. That's MeUndies.com. There it is. And get your underwear. You co-opted their show. Now, listen, anytime you guys want, you can co-opt. I keep telling Jason to use my Facebook feed to put your show on whenever you're airing. Look like at this Thursday night. You, yeah. you get all this cool stuff at, at oh. uh, MeUndies.com. Jason's got up the, the browser, <laughs> so Facebook's going to shut us down for you not being allowed to show MeUndies ads. You're allowed but, to show MeUndies. As I long as they're in, in on that uh, bottom There's left. That's a very pretty couple. Spe- speaking about shutting us down, uh, one of the things we love doing is we talk about our sister network that we're broadcasting yeah. with all the time. Yes. Whether it's we're Fox not really or- aware that they're our sister network. <laughs> 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 they're like the third cousin network. You know, and, you know what's funny is... Uh, so you can still bang them. Cliff and I are connected with Joe Buck. Cliff and I are actually connected with Joe Buck tangentially. Um, and I always try and figure out good reasons to reach out to him, you know, whether it's just him, uh, you know, commenting on the Jets or whatever, you know. You but uh, I think that's the next one I'm going to try and tell him. I'm like, if I can get any shout out, I just need you to say the word Starburn oh, Simulcast at yeah. Waterhouse in the next show. No, why don't we I just ask Joe to come on the show? <laughs> <laughs> he's, well, he's, you know, um, he's a I, bit I of a fan, I think. So. Through, yeah. um, 
through Paula Poundstone's show, we had a White Sox announcer, ESPN announcer for the White Sox, for baseball and football, uh, Jason Benetti, on mm-hmm. our show about two months ago, and he loves the this the idea of the simulcast. He says he's going to be a guest at some point. Seems yeah, good. as will uh, the Big Ten's uh, Mike Hall and. Uh, I can probably get Rick Riley at some point, uh, the great sports writer, to, to come on. So, but Joe, I think is familiar with uh, yeah. with uh, my stand-up and the and the sports guy. So I'm pretty sure he would respond positively. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah. Uh, no, I want him to. Well, I want him to come on. I think we can get him on. <laughs> what I, I think would be funny is if we can convince him just for five minutes. Like, hey, just want to give a quick shout out to our sister network, Starburn Sports, and then just, but just like real quick, and then just leave it alone. I don't know. I don't know if Fox will. That might be yeah, Fox might not go for that. He is literally Fox. broadcasting while we are. So that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's a tough time. We'll just we'll just make him do a hot mic thing, just like this. we have just got every we have game a chance at uh, Thanksgiving Thursday. Uh, Randy Joe slash Adam. We were just discussing perhaps uh, on Thanksgiving there are three games in the early one. <laughs> it's the Houston Texans versus the Detroit Lions, which is just so hopelessly oh, bad. It's nothing. <laughs> it might be perfect. That's a that's Chet and Randy Joe. That might possibly have no winner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be like a football, like a soccer, like a tie. Yeah, they could tie <laughs> yeah, in lose. overtime. Zero zero. They might tie in overtime. Zero, Has zero. that ever happened in a football game? Has there ever been a tie where it just ended? Not zero zero, but there have been overtime ties. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I've won this year. I feel like there was a team that's in first that was in first place for a little while. Maybe it was the Eagles, just because they had one tie. They had like two losses or two wins, three or four losses, and a tie, and that put them in first place. Brutal. (laughs) But wait, let's let's because I get one thing clear though before I ask my next question, which is everybody wants to watch you guys do a simulcast, right? They want they they tune into what Facebook Live, YouTube. Tell me where people can find it so they can have it on while the game's on simulcast. The easiest way to do it, if you're not you going anywhere, just easy, tell us, is yeah, go, go to starburnsports.com. Uh, our, our, uh, our beloved network, and the person of Jason Smith, Sister secured network. starburnsports.com. So you can always catch it there. That, but we'll be, we're on Facebook, we're other places, but that if you're at a loss, that's where you go. Okay. So, we, uh, someone- and in fact, just so you know, we're actually streaming this episode on starburnsports.com. Wow. Oh, man, oh, man, the technology nowadays is unbelievable. Expansion. <laughs> Thank you, Elon Musk. You know, that's 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 true. I mean, Jeff and I have known each other for uh, more than 10 years now. And early on in our uh, comedic relationship, I wanted to do some kind of spot t- simulcast with Chet Waterhouse. I was just like, I'll decide on the character at some point. But Chet... Has, maybe we can convince some TV channel that doesn't have a Spanish language broadcast to let us use the SAP channel or something. Uh, and th- it never materialized because it was impossible. But now it's possible. Yeah. Now it is possible. It's yeah. very possible. So do you think that we had to have COVID in order for the Dodgers to win the World Series? Is that what we <laughs> needed all these years? Wow. That's an interesting uh well, never, don't you think it changed the game? Don't you think it affected, you know, the difference no. between the people and the no, not at all. No, I I do think it I think it affected the no. game, but I don't think it affected the game necessarily for uh the outcome. in a way that it wouldn't have affected a full season. Uh, so, uh, you know, in fact, I think the 60 game season should be a uh, you know, a hand grenade into the uh, baseball bullpen as it were. Uh I would I would shorten the season. I think it was Beautiful. I, I sixty might be a little too short, but uh, one ten to one twenty. I think one twenty would be a great length for a baseball season. That sentence has never been uttered about anything. Sixty may be too short. It's yeah. Not, there's nothing that's <laughs> right. ever been uttered in that tone about that. How, how yeah. many games play in a normal season? Hundred and sixty-two. Hundred sixty-two. Those other three are optional. You don't have to play them. <laughs> so that was, that was Tommy Gensh Anderson. That was my. Oh, I love my, Tommy. I miss my, Tommy. My partner on the uh, on the baseball telecast sir, t- is Tommy Gensh Anderson. Fourteen years in the majors, seventeen teams had three stints with Montreal uh, before they packed it in and won way back with the Houston Colt Forty Fives. Uh, and he was mostly known for being an emotional wreck out on the field. During the game, but he managed to turn that to his advantage. Like yeah, no you're right, Chad. I was uh, I was weeping most of the time there on the on the field there, but you know it, it was uh, sympathy goes a long way in the game of baseball. 
And you know, uh, if uh, you may have uh, Cliff detected that Boston accent, oddly enough, he's from Queens. But tell him where you're from in Queens. Tell oh me. yeah, Chad. You know, I I grew up in uh, the neighborhood of Queens known as Little Boston. Um, <laughs> actually, I grew up in the south part of Little Boston, which is also known as Little Southie. And let me tell you, it is not easy growing up in New York sounding like I do when you're an ethnic Bostonian. Yeah, that's tough. Ethnic Bostonian. And they fought that whole war in Yugoslavia, too. The Bostonian. Oh, tell me about that war. Brutal. Brutal war. Yeah. So, <laughs> is that Michael Bay's fake country where Ryan Reynolds invades? <laughs> that is the worst. Exactly. Sorry. We, we take those exact kind of tangents uh, on the broadcast, and then we will wander, either wander back to the action or, uh, or uh, in this case, uh, Randy Joe will slap me back to the action, like uh, uh, literally like Chet. Uh, I believe two or three plays have gone by, and then I'll jump back into the play-by-play. So yeah. we'll let it go anywhere. And, of course, uh, both um, uh, Tommy Ginch Henderson and uh, Randy Joe Stuttmeyer have uh, a, a sort of a, a veiled a reference to Adam himself, uh, and they have a bright – uh, smart elements to their pasts, so they will go off on uh, incredibly intellectual tangents that leave Chet in the dust. Yeah, and it's what not I just love- sports; it's cosplay. Yeah, yeah. I, right. No, what I love about Randy Joe is that he doesn't remember it after he does. I, I, right. I lecture yeah. Jeff about the structure of the American musical during that Seahawks game. Yeah, and just didn't remember what it was. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Randy Joe has a lot of theater experience. There was he woke up at a theater like after getting concussed in a game, I believe, and woke up just off Broadway. Oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and okay, then so Chet, go Chet ahead, will Chet. know the stats. Like Chet knows. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, Randy Joe, but you actually were on Broadway over two and a half years. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> so he'll know the stats. He just won't understand. Once you get past about 11th grade level of any subject, Chet's lost. <laughs> okay, so two fun facts real quick. One's a confession. First time, again, as we know, I'm going to say it again. I don't care watch sports, but I do watch you guys. So the first time I watched the, uh, one of the baseball games was early, early on when you just started and yeah. Adam was doing uh, Henderson, right? I didn't know. I didn't realize it was Adam, right? Yeah. I was like just watching and I'm like, this guy was a fucking player. <laughs> hey. I'm like, wait, what was he on? Holy shit. <laughs> like Johnny Silverman couldn't get on, but this guy's playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, because I can't. I'm like, okay, so I'm the worst. You don't want to see me play. But then, and the, and I realized it was Adam from everywhere, and he's the funniest. And so then the, 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 uh, the single best year uh, Tommy Ginch Henderson had, he hit 263, which is a pretty impressive year. And he uh, attributes it uh, mostly to uh, devil worship, I believe. Satan. <laughs> Isn't that correct, Tommy? I- oh, yeah. You know, uh, I got into worshiping Satan there for a while. It was, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing you fall into, especially when you're playing down in Florida. Uh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, it was. The, the trouble was I was always bad on Sundays during those seasons because, you know, we had the, that black sh- a Sabbath uh, bloodletting yeah. in the morning. <laughs> and if, if your ritual of worship is, uh, you know, Losing a couple of pints of blood in the morning. Yeah, that afternoon game. That's tough. Be that's hard. tough. Yeah, that's gonna be. And you know, t- and a lot of people won't uh, won't won't even admit this, but the the God's honest truth is, uh, you know, who got him into uh, into Satanism was a uh, uh, former Mets starter Al Leiter. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> who would have yeah. thought Al Leiter? Oh, he's still in the section uh, yeah. into the dark side, deep deep into into worshiping the great horned beast. That's uh, Al Leiter. <laughs> yeah, and that, that uh, incidentally, that uh, ad, that admission there was brought to you by Confound It. Let prisoners do your internet searching for you at Confound It. Uh, you also guys, you guys also have some really fun guests. You've got Alonzo Bowden on there. You've had Peter Sagal on there. Uh-huh. Yeah, we had uh, Brad Williams on, who was yep. going to actually on uh, Play with Pain this week. Oh. Uh, yeah, and Peter Sagal, we've had on a couple of times. Uh, we've had on some, we've had on some, some really good, really fun guests. We and, try to uh, find people who match the city of at least one of the teams that's playing. So when right. we had Chicago, it made sense to have uh, Peter Sagal and Alonzo's a big LA fan. And just recently we've uh, been able to, uh, entertain the uh, great comic notions of Andre Duboucher, one oh. of the, one of the funniest guys around and, uh, right around Conan. 
and you'll probably know him from all the sketches he does on Conan. He always plays the uh, sort of uppity cameraman who's always got some other scam going from behind the camera. Uh, he just does great stuff. And uh, he's come on and done it. Statman uh, Crothers for the football, yeah. So he doesn't have any number stats, just uh, just uh, adjective yeah. stats. He's gone beyond number stats because that's too common. Uh, Statman Crothers has the craziest stats. That it's the best. It's just I don't even want to ruin it. He, he Andre does it so well. I, I've known Andre for uh, since yeah. we both started in comedy, and he is just always brilliant to work with because he brings so much to the table. Even if there's hardly anything at the table to start with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And so we're hoping to get, uh, you know, uh, now that we've got this, uh, you know, where we kind of want it, I think uh, this coming week and especially the week after, if we wind up doing Thanksgiving, I'll probably put in some calls and I'm sure Adam will too. And we'll try to, we'll try to call in a couple of favors because I'd like nothing better than for Joe Buck to call in for just a minute and go, <laughs> What is going on over there? What are you guys doing? What is wrong with you? You know, and then have Costas call in and and go, uh, is this baseball? If it's not baseball, I'm not interested. Why did you call me? You know, and sort of start playing that game a little bit and and uh, yes. just having fun with these complete cameo drop-ins that, that could be a minute or two minutes. And if they want to stick around, they can. You know, that that's the fun of it is, like you guys said, we're really playing it for the comedy and – and although there is a latent pride I have discovered in both of us to actually try to get the game. <laughs> oh, really? You guys Honestly, got started correct. getting like, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Right. This isn't so hard. <laughs> Fucking do this. <laughs> when he bags on Chet, the, the, the hair goes up on the back. It's, hey, wait a second. I can I just let me focus for a little bit. I, I'm sure I could get this. Hang on. Let me get a numbers chart on these guys. And, yeah, they all have charts. They're not, again, I think at a certain point, these guys, you know, kind of remember, but you can't remember every, all these teams. They all have charts. Have you watched this Ronald Reagan documentary that just started? No, no. I haven't. It's worth it. Holy crap. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But they, they talk about how these group of corporate people, the kitchen cabinet got together. And when they decided he was the actor to cast for the new president, they, they put together all these black books of like flashcards of all like with words. And he learned his lines. And he learned it perfectly. It's 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 brilliant. It's like anybody could do it. Just learn your lines. So he learned something from all those chimp movies he did. <laughs> yes. Wow, he only impressive. did like one chimp movie, didn't he? I, it was the last one he did, I think. You know, when he become president, <laughs> if Matt LeBlanc became president, you think they're going to show right. episodes of Friends? No, they're going to show the, the, the chimp movie he did with Tony Danza. Yeah, absolutely Any chimp right. movie is a lot of chimp movies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end that. That's the last statement on chimp movies. <laughs> Yeah, you're basically saying like it's your suicide note to your career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, Cl Clint Eastwood changed it up. Yeah, he survived. It wasn't a chimp. It was an orangutan. It was an orangutan. Yeah. It was an orangutan. <laughs> Clyde was an orangutan animal. Right. Different Clyde. demographic, That's right? What I'm Clint? saying he he yes. managed to change it up and keep his career alive. And you know what else he did that was very smart? He he made them do a theme song, The Every Which Way But Loose, by a huge country star. And then they got the chimp in it. And they're like, the chimp is cool. It's country. We beat people up. Yay. Yeah. yeah. That song is still stuck in my head. Yeah. Put a violin chip. Yeah. If, if Quentin Tarantino wow. put a chimp in the movie, I bet it would be cool. <laughs> Maybe the only director that could have a cool chimp movie. Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson, not cool. Nope. Right? Right. Nope. It would be weird. And like, what is he doing? Stick with frogs. But Q I would go QT. Is Scorsese because I think Tarantino would try to do too much with the chimp, and and uh, then there would be those scenes where even the chimps in the theater who are coming to see their friend would go, "It's too long. This is just, <laughs> it's getting too long." I, I think I think line. Scorsese might make it too cute, whereas Tarantino right. would let the chimp rip somebody's face off, and that would be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, right. Scorsese would have a might. dinner scene. Yeah, that, that, yeah. with the chimp. <laughs> That's how the end of the Monica Lewinsky trial ended in Quentin Tar Tarantino's version. Is the, the chimp just rips off Clinton's face? That's wow. That's, uh, he, he likes to do those reimaginings. Re was there a chimp in, involved no. with the cigar? No, no in there Monica? wasn't. But there also wasn't a flamethrower involved in the death of uh, any of the Manson family murders. Yeah, but no you know who died. was under that the? Uh, that movie. 
Loved. When he ripped the uh, Clinton face off, it was Lowell Weicker. Come on, everybody. Jim Waterhouse, everybody. Wow. And by the way, what you're getting right here, I just want to tell our, our, our stuck at homies and everyone who listens, what you're getting right here is what you get, except funnier, when, they, when it's just Chet and Adam. It literally is, if you like the game, fantastic. But you can laugh your ass off if you're not interested in the game. This is what I'm saying. This simulcast. Go and that's why we're really interested in that Houston-Detroit game, because you didn't not going to have to watch that very closely. Yeah. <laughs> Just listen. You, know, you, can, you can put it on on your Alexa. You can put it on on your, you know, whatever. Listen to it while you're cooking. Because it, it, you actually do a decent amount of play-by-play. Like, if you are listening to Enough. a game in, in, yeah. in Syria. We have people who Syria. don't watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but if anything happens, like I'm not missing it. You guys are filling me in because yeah, I have the sound right. off. I'm telling you right. in the game, I don't watch it with the sound because who wants to? Well, and we have, have real you guys fans up. who watch too because when we can't identify who that was who just scored the touchdown, yeah, I'm a little chat <laughs> window. Right in. The fans are letting us know right away. Yeah. I can always. Go ahead. They'll actually ignore us enough to carry on their own conversations in the chat box. <laughs> which is pretty exciting in a way because you'll, you'll look over at the chat box out like every five minutes, I'll check it out to make sure. And there's people just literally chatting to each other. Why did we trade for so-and-so? <laughs> you know, I think we have this game, but next week's going to be trouble. And, you know, and you just go, Oh, so they're ignoring the actual game and us. So it's kind of a twofer. Yeah. But what they're yeah, giving you is what yeah. they're <laughs> what they're giving you though is is really your version of your little black flashcard book. You yeah. can just yeah. be like, "Oh, I heard that trade that went down." Leslie, just pull things from there and don't give them any credit. Yeah, and just start talking like you know what you're saying. Like, "Oh, that tra- that injury looks like it's going to be." And just read stuff from the chat thing. The best uh, are the tangents that, uh, 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 in this case, Randy Joe will go often <laughs> on these intellectual tangents and know incredible information about weird subjects and then immediately have forgotten that he, that he went on this incredible riff. Uh, and, and then Chet will go on these tangents because he's misunderstood something and he'll, he'll just run with that. You know, the San Francisco 49ers, of course, uh, named after people who just, who died at the age of 49 famous. Uh, 49. Absolutely not the case there. Chuck. You know, no, I, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, you know, I did a little bit of research on this. I'm, actually, I had a friend of mine do it and I was at the budget tell. They did not have any sort of Wi-Fi whatsoever or even hardline, you know, the old, uh, however you used to dial up that thing. Anyway, I did say, well, there's the kickoff. And uh, they're going to take that. See, you uh, didn't miss anything. You know, and so, and ch- so Chet will take these really weird left turns and, and often discuss uh, some of the, um, some of the, uh, uh, some of the athletic endeavors that he has to call these third tier events that uh, both Tommy Ginch Henderson and Randy Joe Stuttmeyer have been with him on. Uh, the weak-handed axe-throwing championships. So hey, we got those coming up in a couple of weeks. And the uh, Death Valley thermometer explosions. We're looking forward to that next July. That should be a biggie. Well, wait, so, we usually don't do clickbait here, but Randy, Joe, I got to ask you, what happened between you and Michael Strahan? I mean, this is a big thing. It was a big deal. What what happened? I know you don't want to talk about it, but like it was him and Kathy Lee and you and something went on. And Yeah. What happened? It was a, it was a love triangle. Uh, between the three of us, uh, okay. Um, and when when Kathy Lee found out about me and Michael, well, all hell broke loose. And you know, um, it started on the field, if I may. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, as it was a Giants Bills game, yes. And he uh, uh, and a Strahan whacked you in that soft spot on on the the little uh, right. baby area of your neck. Well, and yeah, we're uh, right under where the metal plate is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's vulnerable. Any, it's a any very vulnerable spot. You, you actually yeah. actually knocked me unconscious if you touched that in the right way. Yeah, and and you woke up and uh, you felt a certain spark. Yeah, yep. and right out on the field. Right out on the field, which he did not respond well to <laughs> initially. Initially, right, and and then afterwards, uh, the victory celebration. Of course, Giants victory celebration because when you were with the Bills, they were horrible. Uh, but yeah, you guys yeah, went no, out. I want to say that I was not the problem. I was not the problem uh, no. on, the, on the bills, no, never. to my knowledge, but I was also not the solution. <laughs> right. To be uh, fair. If you're just joining us, Walk uh, right into it. a player review 
Uh, so there's going to be at least a five-minute delay while they take this replay to New York. Now, uh, Randy, Joe, why do they have to go to New York for the replay? Why can't they do it right there at the stadium? Well, it's because of the Great White Way. Broadway is in New York. <laughs> and they got it. They got it. There's, there's, there's a, a little razzle-dazzle on those calls. You need, a, you, yeah. need that, you need that sparkle or else people aren't going to trust you. Because why else, are they, in the God's name, are you going to waste five minutes of somebody's time just yeah. to affirm something that was said on the field? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Hey, that observation brought to you by Frenzy, the app that finds you way too many friends. <laughs> you'll find that you'll find that a that a call, you know, is, is is somewhat convincing when you do this, but when you add the jazz hands, <laughs> yeah. Well, I that's certainly it. what sold you to Strahan. That's right. And <laughs> the jazz. Now, how exactly did Kathy Lee find it? We're still in delay, incidentally. And I don't know why it was only a six-yard gain. Uh, you know, either take it or leave it, for God's sake. Move the game along. For God's sake, it's Houston, Detroit. We have things to do. Anyway, Kathy Lee, did she walk in on you? Or, or did she? How how'd that go down? Oh, I accidentally, uh, I guess I butt-dialed her during a during a, a private time with Michael. Um, I'm not proud of any of this. Uh, he didn't know I had her number either. So it was, it was just uh, so this shit part hit the of my family. career that I just regret. And uh, fortunately, I have already forgotten about 90% of it. Yeah, and, and, oh you should, and we should have forgotten about that six-yard gain because they've waved it off from New York. And we're back to the action. Philly leads the Giants 17 zip. We'll be right back after this from Alpaca Lies, the throw rug made from pure alpaca, or is it? <laughs> oh man. Oh my it's god. So, so <laughs> yes, we are um I think we you. got Arizona versus uh Seattle. Yeah, that's yeah. A good game. That's, that's going to be that's going to be good because um there's three there's four teams in that division and three of them are tied for first place. Yep. And one and of them is on my hat. That's um, right. <laughs> and fun fact about Seattle, I I dropped at least 3 passes thrown to me by Russell Wilson. At least 3. And I'm saying if he threw 4, I dropped 4. I didn't catch one pass Wait, he threw. When was he throwing footballs at you? Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. During entourage, after my buddy's house, uh, and he threw it to my kid too. He dropped it too. I hate to say, it, but my kid was like eight <laughs> or ten. I think. I think it was like eleven or twelve, maybe. So you know, I I, I, I dropped it uh, multiple times, and I was like getting my like running in front of my kid, like I got it. <laughs> no. Sure. You just roll blocked your kid at the knees. He's eight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, he's 16 now. All yeah. he does is give me a hard time and make me pay for brakes and new tires. That's, that's exactly what kids are supposed to do. Well, yeah. we got to get going, but um, so we got Thursday game. So it's yes. starburnsports.com. All right. Yes, yeah, starburnsports.com. And then, uh, Jeff, you have Play With Pain. Play With Pain will drop Wednesday. My guest this week is the hilarious Brad Williams, and we did a mm. – uh, a uh, devil's dozen, which is just 12 sports questions, and we just burned through them. It was great fun. Right on. And Adam, uh, nobody listened to Poundstone. It drops. It drops on Tuesday, so it drops tomorrow. Um, but also, if you can't wait for it, the episode that came out last week has um, our friend uh, Pete Doctor, the guy who runs Pixar on it. And I, wow. I, I loved that episode. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. I'm going back. I'm listening to that. That's yeah, that, amazing. That Definitely worth it. I, I can't remember who the, was the one that Drops Tomorrow has on it, but it's always somebody interesting. We're going to be talking to an ant expert next week. Oh, nice. Hey, yeah. you know, we should get a doctor on our brother. Entomologist. Yeah. <laughs> I had a doctor on with Paula Poundstone. We should get a doctor. Yeah, Paula I've just had... wants to show off new words, I bet. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> she have new words to show off to the doctor? Okay, here's my list of new <laughs> words. List of words, yeah. No, but... <laughs> Yeah, so but we'll we'll get going. So um, Thursday we'll do the show, then we'll figure out the sports. But go to um, if you want to get the get the game on Thursday, just go to starburnsports.com. It'll redirect you to the right place with the video. Uh, Adam and Jeff, it's so good to have you on oh. here, and we're super I'm super excited to run Thursday oh. and uh, and Thanksgiving. Um, it's it's this the funniest way to watch sports. Please watch it. Also, put some money on it and watch Jeff and Adam. And right. extra right. interested. <laughs> guys, thank you again so much thank for being you. here. You Jeff, guys are the best. Have a great um, show. Love you guys. You guys. Thank Bye, you. Guys. All See right. You guys. Uh, they make our job so easy. I know you hear Don't that, they? That's what's they really so nice do. about it. They're so funny and so nice and really good. Oh, I can't I really, that. I really like, Um, I watch baseball, but. Yeah, I know. You're a sports guy. But I don't, you know, sitting through games of teams I'm not really into, I can't do. 
Um, but when I sit there and, you know, I, I genuinely enjoy it. I sit there and watch and it's four or five hours that we, and Adam and Jeff has somehow managed to pick the two or three games that lasted mm-hmm. the longest, like somehow like <laughs> the two or three games we picked were like the ones that went to like extra innings and stuff. It was, but it was so fun and they make it so good. Well, let me ask you a question when you're doing this, right. And you're running this simulcast with these guys and you're watching these long ass games. Are you at least in something comfortable? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. See, we're going to oh, yeah, do baby. our, and, 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 and right they are too. We watch it, you know, and like, let's talk about it. Like we already did a little of me riff at the beginning, but let's go back. Yes. We love that me We We love their loungewear. We love all that stuff. So you can go to, um, meundies.com, offer code stuck and yes. get that 15% off. Um, it's yeah. it. comfy. we talked about the loungewear. We even showed some pictures earlier. It is, it is all good. Yes. Uh, and by the way, 15% off with the offer code free delivery, free shipping. And they got all this new loungewear. Right. Gifted, if you love it, get it. If you, if you don't love it, you get a refund. Keep your, keep the loungewear, get the refund. Yeah, they don't want it back. I have a, I have a special treat for you, Mr. Yes. Cliff Dorfman. Give it. Um, we are, there's some, there's some new announcements in the streaming world today. And uh, I don't okay. have all the info on it because I'm mm-hmm. not that, not that mm-hmm. smart, but I brought, I got our uh, a producer. Scott mm-hmm. Porch here to tell us a little bit about what's going on in the streaming world. Oh, wait, we have another guest? Yeah. I love it. We never do this. I know. Oh, my God. Scott, I'm going to get to see Scott and, yeah. oh, wow, bring him on. Yeah, I mean, go. what are we, right? Hey, Scott. What's up, it's buddy? Really Scott Porch. It's not really a guest when it's just me. Well, oh, you know. So you, you're special to me. You used to be a guest. <laughs> now you're an employee. <laughs> yeah. Employer. Yeah, listen, so, I, employer, right? Yeah, exactly. so I think I... Talked to both of y'all a little bit earlier. A couple of you know interesting things in in streaming today. Early uh, this morning, nine o'clock East Coast time, uh, HBO Max announced their carriage deal with Amazon that starts tomorrow. Uh, so if you've They're, been uh, subscribed to HBO through Amazon channels, you'll now be able to use that to log into the HBO Max app on. Uh, Amazon. And if you've subscribed to HBO Max any other way, you'll be able to, to log into that service uh, on Amazon. So really the only major outlet that doesn't have HBO Max carriage now is Roku. And it's probably coming. It just hasn't come yet. And then the other big announcement this afternoon is that uh, the Hulu plus live TV is going up $10 uh, a month. In it's December. offensive. Yeah, that's offensive. Let $10, me go for- any, any word why it's that much? Because that seems like a big jump. Like 2 or $3 it's I huge. get every year. $10 seems like a bigger, bigger jump, like a make a decision kind of jump. Because that's almost amount of uh, another streaming service. You could get Peacock for that money. Yeah. I'm going to get rid of it now. And it's, it's even worse that it's it's even worse than it sounds. Hulu was Hulu was losing money on this service at fifty five dollars a month. The 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 cost that wow. these networks extract from cable and from these virtual services like YouTube TV and Hulu Live TV is usurious. It's crazy the fees that these companies are paying for this carriage. At the same time, all of the good titles. All of the good scripted shows from all of these networks that are on cable that are owned by companies that also have streaming services are moving all of the good shit to the streaming services. Right. So like Rick and Morty's not even on there anymore, right? A- it's over right. on HBO Max, right? It's wait, Rick well, and Morty's the catalog on is on HBO Max. So new episodes of Rick and Morty will still be on the cable bundle. And that's one of the few things that are left that you would have to wait any significant uh, period of time to see. And Rick and Morty is a is a big one that's still going to be in the cable bundle. But that list is getting shorter. I mean, every single oh, quarter, the the number of shows that are must watch shows that you have to subscribe to cable to get is just getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. L- let me ask you a question um, on the um, the HBO Max deal. Uh, this is with Roku too. Or no, yeah. just Amazon. Okay, so this is with Roku, right? Are there any caveats? No, just Amazon. Right. And yeah. are there any caveats to the deal? Well, not really. Not on the Amazon side. Although I would say, I mean, with with newer Rokus and Roku TVs, uh, the 9.4, the Roku OS 9.4 update, you can cast HBO Max with some... TVs. You just need to look at your, you know, your update materials mm. and see whether that works. So, I mean, that's going to help some people that 
are, you know, that have casted, you know, uh, you know, their, their phone to the TV, you know, in the past that Roku is now, you know, more things work with Roku than did a couple of weeks ago. If you run that 9.4, uh, software, I use, that's what that, I, I do a lot really. of casting. You do, Dill? Um, yeah. Uh, Dil. I, you I just called you my son. Yeah, no, I said Dill. Oh, By the Dil. way, <laughs> uh, remind it's me something about Dill. I spent all, I spent a year, um, eight months, seven months figuring out all the bad names that you could rhyme shit with. And I'm like, Dylan, Dylan, I went through everything. I'm like, Dylan, I went there and then he's born. I'm like, Dildo. <laughs> it always happens. Damn it. <laughs> like, anyway, go on. Anyway, so, so. I was um, like, you do that, Chase? Really? You do a lot of that? You were just saying, go back. Oh yeah. I stream a lot. I mean, well, one of the things that I have here is a, a Google, uh, some Nest equipment and some Google smart Google stuff. And I don't have YouTube. Uh, like red or anything, but I could take and I can, I can stream to any of our Google things, the HBO max. Uh, that's how I watched Quibi. Um, when it exists, you know, it's just, you put it what, on Quibi. how you watch what, how I watched Quibi. Yeah. Remember that? that's the only way you could watch it on your TV for that right. short period of time. when they allowed for the, you to cast. Yeah. yeah, I, the 13 and I could also, you know, I could also send, um, the one thing that I really enjoy doing is NFL Sunday ticket. I could stream it to any of the, any of the TVs in any of the rooms without having to worry about having access directly to NFL. So what were you subscribing to that on? That's one of the few big things that you would you can, cast, I guess, right? You can get it. Well, now, now you can get it pretty much anywhere. You don't have to have a direct TV subscription. You can just have, you can just go out to NFL Sunday ticket and get it. And there's an app for it. So if you have an Apple box um, and like I was telling Cliff the other day, the Xbox series X, and the PlayStation 5 both support Apple. You can have Apple TV. There's an app on it now. Um, so if you, besides Apple TV, the other place that you can get every streaming service that you want is uh, on an Xbox Series X if you want to spend $800 or $500 for your, oh. for your streaming box. Yeah. Nothing. Plus play games. But yeah. Well, yeah. I the mean, you do get the game thing. Stick, the new Chromecast has basically everything except Apple TV app. It yeah. has everything else. The new yeah. Chromecast does. Yeah, I've Chromecast been seeing it. The, the, the new Apple app, is, I was really surprised to see that on both of those. And it's also coming out on the new LG TVs. So there's some, that's pretty cool. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing, this push for smart TVs. I think it again. will come fully. I think that the, that, uh, the Apple TV app is going to launch on Sony. And Sony runs on a variant of Android. So the sort of the guesswork in the, in the sort of TV tech community is that it's going to get a full launch on Android at some point um, next year. Apple has been very aggressive about getting ubiquity on all of these platforms. And I think the success is bearing it out. I mean, Apple's originals are, are getting much more attention globally than they were six months ago. And that's just a cumulative effort of, of Apple pushing and pushing and pushing on, you know, uh, some of the you know shows like uh, Tehran that you know that we've talked about and oh. um, fierce and I'm Ted forgetting Lasso. the name the soccer show the soccer show Ted Lasso two of you really like oh yeah Ted Obsessed Lasso yeah Obsessed I mean Ted Lasso is probably going to wind up being one of the big success stories of the year just because Apple has just consistently pushed and pushed and pushed and that device ubiquity has been a big part of that whatever mm. TV is in your den Apple probably runs on it and I think they've they've been very successful in leveraging that. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, again, one box to rule them all, it's going to be Apple. And uh, we'll see where everyone else falls out at the end of this. But, you know, you got to be able to afford the Apple. That's the. Yep. I, I would say, you know, I'd actually say, you know what, if you can just, you know, if you, if you know somebody that's selling their Xbox one, you probably get an Xbox one cheaper than an Apple, uh, Apple box right now. Uh, if you look, if you look closely and find a refurb one or, or somebody wants you to use it. And so you, you get all the stuff like $200 box. You could probably get one for like 150 right now because of the new one coming out mm -hmm. and uh, have all the same, all the apps. Plus and it game. has its own little interface. Plus you could game. That's oh, my nerd, just... my nerd suggestion. You know, the nerd cost of, the cost of sticks is going to be coming down. I mean, it's pretty low right now, but the Black Friday sales are coming. I'm already starting to see the emails that you could get basically a Roku stick, an Amazon Fire stick, or the new Chromecast, the base model of all three of those, which is really all you need for about $40 for each yeah. of those. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's pretty easy to get in right now. If, if you don't, you know, if you've got a, you know, a third TV that doesn't have a streaming device, it's, it's pretty easy to get in at 40 bucks right now. Yep. That's reasonable. Okay. Awesome, I mean, I man. love this. 
I love this. Scott Porch, ladies and I love you. Thank you for being here and telling us yeah, that. You look good. I like that. Yeah, you, you got good. good light in there. You got good light. You look tan. You look good. Man, it's all um, working for you. Glad you're working. Well, I've, I've tried to I've tried to set up where I'm right <laughs> outside of the bathroom. And so I'm getting all the light from the now bathroom. Now you ruined it, Scott. Um, Couldn't just take the compliment. Well, you, got that, that, you know what? That light warm. does great. It gives you warm. <laughs> all right, brother. Well, thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. And uh, thank thanks you, for Scott. the updates. Yeah. Yeah. Thank bye, you, buddy. Scott. Um, and that's interesting now. Bye, buddy. See Amazon, they're they're coming up the back. Yeah, yeah. Well, real quick before we get into the last piece, because I want to talk to you about some stuff. Yes. Um, I just want to let you know there are some great Black Friday deals. Um, if you are into, if you really need to upgrade your TV, they have some really good deals. And if you really want to go like full on, like not not half, and I'm not talking, but not also not want to go to a projector. What's your nerd really, note? Give us you your best. Go, you got to OL. The the LG is selling a 55 inch. OLED for twelve hundred bucks and a sixty-five inch for eighteen hundred right now, down from about twenty-three. You can get a seventy-seven if you're just crazy, and it's like you can get it for about thirty-three. But these are the best TVs. Wait, you- OLED. OLED. So that's this is, the best thing you can get. That's right the now? best thing you can get right now. It's what you have on your phone, probably, or if you have a high-end phone, it's basically you can light every pixel individually. So each one has its own light. So. Black is really black. Like, you know, when you turn on a TV in order to do certain colors, it has to turn the light on. So you get like this gray, but you get all the pure blacks. You have all the colors. They're very fast. There's no, there's no jiggle in it because it's a, it's an OLED. It's just, it's a better looking TV by far than anything else. Like you watch an OLED and you look something next to it. You can see all the artifacting and all the color messes, but these, these OLED TVs are amazing. And I've never seen them at a, price uh at about 1500 bucks for a brand new one this is like the top of the line one with all the smart systems in there the processor everything uh 1500 bucks and they even have a newer like 48 inch one specifically for gamers that's like 1495 that's also really good wow all right good black friday deal black friday have black friday so before we get into all the other stuff i have a question for you okay what do you got reagan huh yeah have you, well, because what did I tell you about politics and everything, right? I told you that I can now, in like another year or two, I can watch the entire Trump administration as a reality show. Mm-hmm. That's why now it's safe for me to watch the Reagan thing. I remember everything. It's great. And now it's like learning. First of all, I wanted to do a series, and we'll talk about this offline because maybe we do it under our deal, um, about the kitchen cabinet. Mm-hmm. About the, you know, the Bloomingdale's guy and this. That was the beginning of a shadow government, and it was when... You know, and this is fascinating. See, this is what you, you this didn't happen out of nowhere. You know, uh, America's greed did not happen out of nowhere. It's it's it, and it lays it out very simply. It's it's just these rich dudes, you know, Bloomingdale. Uh, there were like three other guys. I don't have the names right now. We're not going to do what I usually do. And uh, these super wealthy guys, they saw as, as Reagan came up and gave a speech for Goldwater as he was losing the gu- gubernatorial race. He uh, he still raised his speech, the way he handled it and spoke. He raised like a million bucks on a dying campaign. And all these rich dudes were like, that's the guy people listen to. Let's cast him to be our president. And we're going to get him to convince everyone that government interference on corporations is wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. And they cast Ronald Reagan in the biggest role of his life. And that's why this documentary is absolutely amazing. Oh, I watched it. I watched that first. Well, oh, you I did. did. You didn't I tell did. me. No, because you didn't think I'd watch it. Yeah. I'm like, right. yeah, I didn't. I, I, and I know you said that and I know I thought once I watched it, but I wanted to check it out first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to talk to you about it. I was actually going to bring it up today, but when you brought it up, it was like, what? <laughs> you actually got this. I, so what'd I you mean, think? I, I mean, I thought it was amazing and I, exactly what you're talking about. It, it, it definitely paints this interesting portrait, like understanding where, you know, I knew that I knew that Reagan was a Democrat. I knew we swapped over. I didn't realize that he'd basically been bought by uh, these these corporations to like go and like tour. Well, wait, I'm going to interrupt you on purpose and instead of just happenstance. He he was not. What did you was the term you just used? He was bought. Yeah, no, he sold himself. Now, let's be clear. He made a gangster move when he was, it's like when you're like uh, the president and you're getting ready, you're getting kicked out of office and you're like, I'm pardoning you and I'm pardoning you and I'm giving out pardons because no one can do shit to me and I'm out, right? So he's the president of SAG Mm -hmm. and there was a monopoly against, uh, you know, uh, antitrust law against Mm -hmm. the agencies 
producing. They couldn't have their own TV. They couldn't make produce their own shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that went by the wayside. But what Reagan did was, as the president of SAG, he gave Lou Wasserman, who owned MCA, he gave him a pardon, basically. He signed uh-huh. a waiver. SAG said MCA is the only company that can go do their own TV shows and produce them. And so he didn't get bought. He sold his ass yeah. for a very high price because then, boom, he gets the GE deal. They get, what do you think 150000 a year is as the spokesperson of GE? Plus, they built him a GE. Like, basically, imagine a smart house in 1945. No. It was, it, oh, it's insane. Or I 55, mean, whatever it was. I don't know what the year was. But they built GE built him a smart house with stuff you see now, and you're still like, oh, that's pretty impressive, like even back then. Yeah, that would have been worth uh, about $2.5 from GE. <sighs> He was making two and a half million a year. He went from doing a monkey movie mm-hmm. to making two and a half million a year. He was the president of SAG. And then he did that for Lou Wasserman. And then once he did that, they gave him the GE thing. Once he did the GE thing, the Goldwater thing, and then they all got together and like, we love this guy. This guy's a team player. We mm-hmm. just give him a little bit of our droppings and he's mm-hmm. fine. And right. make sure Nancy's taken care of. Well, and I mean, they, they paid attention to the right person. I mean, he was one of those guys giving up people, um, blacklisting pe- actors during the, the, the Red Scare. Oh, yeah. He was, a, he was the absolute company man. And yeah. his wife, and this is what's great, they're not making like this liberal documentary. His wife, by the way, was, uh, his, her dad, Loyal Davis, was a racist, anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. right-wing. He would have been a uh, Trump supporter. Right. You know, and this guy, and they started to like convert him to the dark side or whatever you think of politics. You know, that's how they're phrasing this. Mm-hmm. But to me, anti-Semitism and racism is the dark side. So, right. you know, Absolutely. it's like, I don't care what your politics are. That's not politics. You know, that's, right. that's just humanity. So, so that was what was interesting because he was a Democrat. Yep. And he said that, that famous line, I didn't leave my party. My party left me. Right. And, yeah, and there's a whole bunch of Reagan Democrats. And it, it's a really interesting story. I mean, and- it's a lot of stuff like I wasn't around for. I don't remember much. I, you know, what I remember about Ronald Reagan, like firsthand remembering is that they cut out a bunch of like sh- cartoons during the week when the round Contras happened. And so there were no contra. you know, there was that several people made Ronald Reagan style raps in the eighties. Um, and, uh, and that he was all over the place. Like, and there were a lot of very funny SNL skits about him, but like, mm-hmm. I didn't know him as a, an actual, you know, outside of a pop culture piece, until much later. Um, well, and our, our dear friend, friend of the court and family, David Arquette, wrote and directed a movie called The Tripper. It's a horror film, and mm-hmm. the killer wears a Ronald Reagan mask mm-hmm. with an yep. axe. It's oh, yeah, and film. can't forget about the, uh, the presidents of the United States uh, who point uh, break. were... Well, point break, exactly. Yep, the, the bank robbers. So, right. yes, yes, and, and, and I felt like, again, it's not politics. And all that just they know stuff, right? All the, the Nancy Reagan stuff, and that's the interesting yeah. part that I'm really interested in as we kind of wind down uh, is that it sounds to me like there's going to be a lot about Nancy and how what kind of control Nancy had over the Gipper. Yeah, and it's funny that you said the Gipper because I thought that was interesting, how he let his life, his Hollywood life, bleed into his myth. Yep. He said, I, I played the Gipper, even though I wasn't good at football. I played the Gipper. Now I'm football hero. Yep. I'm the I Gipper. I, I, my, I spent my, uh, my tour in uh, the military at Studio City, but I still talk about when I got back from the war. He says, years. when I was away for those four years, where were you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. He's flat yes. out lying. Yep. He wasn't away, but no one gave a crap. No. And this is kind of, is a simpler time you see even in the media. And look, we, we have to stop, I guess, you know, we went over, this was such an easy day. That was the yeah. problem. We got, you know, Jeff Cesario and Adam, uh, you know, Chet and, uh, and Robbie, Robbie, right? Yeah. Henderson? Oh, it's Tommy Ginch Henderson. Tommy Ginch Henderson. And then the new football player is yeah. Robbie. And Studmeyer. Robbie Studmeyer and Chet Waterhouse on the side because we get Chet and Robbie. They do our job for us. <laughs> then Scott comes on and does our job for us. And then we talk about the Reagan thing. We're done. So what are you doing over there, Jason? Oh, nothing. I was just looking up his name. <laughs> I was name? looking up Stottmeyer's name. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I guess, unfortunately, we have to finish. So we have a lot to talk about the rest of the week. Oh, so we should tell everybody before we go, right? We have readjusted our format. Jace? Yes, we have. That? All right. So, so we are only going to do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday shows. If something comes up, and it's a really big guest, we'll do an extra show. It gives us a little little mm-hmm. leeway. But we wanted to, you know, not oversaturate. 
Right. We want well, and also we want to make sure that we're we're doing all this stuff. And you know, we came into this thing thinking that uh, we were going to be, uh, you know, stuck at home for a few weeks. <laughs> and uh, we love doing this, and the, the, there's no reason for us to never ever consider wanting to stop. Uh, we love doing it. We love doing it live. We love being there, and we love talking to everybody out there. But we also understand like everybody's starting to go back to work and everybody's there and we're putting a lot of content out there and we want to have the best guests. We want to have people like Jeff on all the time and we want people like that. And in order to do that with the world, the way it's going, we, we found that the best way to do that is to kind of do this really tight three, three days a week show, which is still a lot <laughs> and yeah, it'll I be mean, a lot of fun. It seems like a vacation for us because we've been doing five days. We've done over a hundred hours yeah. on this show alone. Yeah. Right. I mean, so, you know, anyone is thinking about, you know, like GE, if you're thinking about hiring someone, GE's yeah, been I, hiring spokespeople I'll, for a long time. I'll be the company, man. Whatever you need. <laughs> I, uh, I'll sell toasters, um, x-rays, microwaves, microwave toasters, whatever. Yeah, but I won't Joe Rogan myself. I won't be a self-loathing Jew. No, I won't Joe Rogan myself because I don't want to live in um, Austin, but I will <sighs> do anything else. Uh, I, push it. You want to be on it, in it, whatever it you want me to do, do it. I got it. I'll sell it. <laughs> I'll Austin's awesome, by the way. We just don't want to live there. We love yeah. you, Austin. I love you. Yeah, live there, I love you, Austin. I like but. visiting Sixth Street, Four Seasons. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna stop. All right, everybody. We will see you on Wednesday. Correct, Jason. We'll see you on Wednesday. A day from now. Stay, stay safe. Stay sane. Stay strong. Jason Smith, Cliff Dorfman. I love you, everybody. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>